Welcome to Real Debate Recap, the podcast where we take apart every debate and ruin it for your very uh, media consumption. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Dan, and I'm here with... Uh, I'm Michael. And I'm Creus. Hey, guys. And we're uh, the administrators of realelection2020.com, the website where you can learn more about the real election of 2020. (laughs) So we're going to do a little bit different form than other takes that we've heard and read today, uh, which were really bad. Um, And from what I read, I don't know about you guys, but uh, there was some real garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a site I usually like had a I mean, I'll just start. I'll say it. Piss poor. I thought they had. Like, it was a piss poor article. Subpar effort. I just yeah. I just want to point point out that we're amateurs. Oh, <laughs> in every way, shape, and form at this. Understatement. But it was bad. There was some really bad stuff today. Just you know, we 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 watched it last night and took notes very uh, very deliberately and. Now that I did that and listened to everything thoroughly, I realize how bad every every piece of writing has been on this. Uh, so, anyways, we're gonna start off with some uh, major takeaways of what we what we thought from the debate. Um, we're gonna move on to some some things that we thought were good and some things that we thought were not so good, or some bad takes as they were. And we're going to end with some jokes that were in the debate because it was kind of funny and cringy. <laughs> and a joke. <laughs> and a joke. Goofs and gaffs. So to start, so to start it off, we're gonna we're just we're just gonna give give uh, some of our takeaways uh, from the event on some of the performance that we thought some of the candidates can candidates candidates. My favorite impeachment. Candy gates. Yeah, when they had candy gates. Yeah, whole candy gate happened. Yeah. So, anyways, just to I'll, I will uh, I'll start it off with our uh, our favorite guy Tom Steyer. Um, I, I don't know if he's a, is he anyone's favorite. I don't know if he's really anyone's favorite. My buddy. Um, he he made a case to take on. Donald Trump on the economy and made one good point on it and then said that climate control is important, which is good. And that's, that's all he said. And that's my takeaway on it. It's almost like he's a two trick pony. (laughs) I kind of think he is. Um, When you're buying your way in, I don't know where it's going to, I don't know where it's going to end up. Mm, Nowhere. You could pay you, you could pay to get into the thing, but you couldn't pay for someone to help you prepare. Yeah, that's a good. That's very. True. That's a good point. I wonder what his team is like. Who's prepping him? I don't. You know, I gotta wonder because it was like I said it last night, and it's like his his big thing in the debate was like I was an I did international business, so I understand foreign policy, and I and I said something along the lines of like, "Dude, you're in a Hilton. Yeah. Like, that's that's not an that's not a comprehensive understanding of the Middle East." What do you Boots mean? On the I, I stayed in the Ritz in Tehran, so I I think yeah. I know, I think I know about the locals there. It's fine. I, I understand the conflicts. Okay, one it's of like, them served dude, me breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, and it was eggs and potatoes, and he had steak <laughs> for dinner. You know, like uh, just just my two cents on it. Um, I don't know. What do you guys? Uh, what are you some of, some of your big takeaways? Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, one of my big takeaways was, um, I guess I really just don't like the way. I didn't really think of this in the moment, but after looking over some stuff today, like the notes we took, and then reading a couple articles, I was like, yeah, the way that they were really... I didn't... Most of the time, the commentators or the moderators, whatever you call them, they... I don't know. They just... I don't think they can ask that many good questions. I think it's just they don't have a good sense of what they should actually be saying, and it doesn't give... 
doesn't give the candidates a lot of chance to actually say something real. That, and they only have 30 mm-hmm. seconds to respond anyway. So, like, when they ask, what they ask Bernie, like, well, how are, shouldn't people know how you're going to pay for this? Please explain it. 30 seconds, go. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I understand the, I understand your want to, like, ask the question, and that's fine. But yeah. if you're actually expecting someone to answer a question like that, it's not going to work. Uh, it's like, hey, give us your ten-year plan. Thirty seconds, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a loaded question, and it's like, it, it, yeah, it does not give you enough time at all. Like you can you can do a summary, which is which is what Bernie did, and that's actually what I wrote down for a takeaway for him. Is like that's what he did was pounded his core points home. He's because that, yeah. that's all he can do. He's because it's because it's every question is such a loaded question that. It's tough to get it out. Yep. And, um, yeah. I was just going to say, then it always seems like, um, at least we've watched all of them up to this point. And so we've heard the same thing over and 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 over again. But I understand mm-hmm. that always there's going to be new people watching, so you have to reiterate stances on things. But it's just kind of like, yeah. mm, okay. I used to, I used to think that, Bernie was just like a broken record. Like mm. it was just the same. Like it's like, dude, come up with another line, you know. And I'm like, he's kind of punching it into people's heads. <laughs> like it's hard to forget what he stands for because he's said it so consistently and been so consistent on stuff. True. But um, yeah, I would say we're all kind of. <laughs> yeah let's get that out of the um, way now we're obviously biased because if anyone tells you they're not they're lying it's a bernie bro podcast it is a bernie bro podcast. i don't want to say um, that <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> yang gang <laughs> no no god we're bang, all, bang, we're yang, all gang. white too that, that's not good yeah we're yeah and privileged <laughs> god yeah, yeah. We have no standing to talk about so many things. It's Awful crazy. white people. Yeah. Um, just just to continue on Bernie, just some, some more takeaways. Um, he he defended a lot of strong attacks, um, one of those being his rejection of NAFTA, and he actually corrected an anchor, <laughs> like, very specifically, which was, like, like that, that looked good. Um, and he... The, the core of the issue was around climate change, where he said... Like, look, I'm not settling for this. And it's like, that's, it's really good reasoning. Um, and he mentioned that NAFTA was a race to the bottom with uh, other, with the other countries in NAFTA, Canada and Mexico, which is not fair to workers in the United States, Mexico or Canada. So yeah, <laughs> like uh, pretty cool. <laughs> I do wish he had better numbers for his plan. Again, like we said, it's tough to get that out in 30 seconds. Um and he could be more honest about, you know, wanting to dismantle Washington. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever his revolution is, you know. <laughs> well, I feel just like put he it has, out there. <laughs> I feel like he has gone away from that. Because I do remember yeah. him in the earlier ones just being all about we need to dismantle the corruption in Washington. And now he's kind of just all pharmaceutical companies. Now it's, yeah, we have to, it's all about health care. The um, the, 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 the last thing I will say about him and we'll, I'm going to expand a little bit on it later is he was a little weak on foreign policy, but expand on that in a second. Joe Biden, um, Biden's, Biden's a tough one. Uh, I, I didn't feel like he inspired confidence with much of his policies. Um, I didn't feel like he was very inspiring, um, no. I used to be like, we talked about last night, I used to be really hard on him. And then I, and then I read that he like grew up with a stutter and it, it still affects him. So it's like, yeah. you know, some of the, some of the, like, he has a trouble getting out of clear thought stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, so I gave him a little bit of slack on that, but despite that, he didn't inspire confidence with me. No. Um, who else? Uh, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, she differentiated from Bernie a little bit. Um, she pointed out that she's a woman a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I get what I, I know what she's going for with that too. <clears throat> I know I know the appeal. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that she was doing that at the same time and at the same time that she was backing up some stuff with 
with with policies she has that has conservative appeal. So it's interesting that she's like she was kind of double dipping there. Yeah, it seems like kind of her mo a little bit. Not to cast too much shade on her, but yeah, no, no, yeah. And it might be because of something we're probably going to get to that happened not too long before the debate. Cough, yes. cough, Bernie yes. Sanders. And the, yeah, might be why she mentioned it a lot. Yeah. That was wild. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. Um, you know, all I wrote down for Judge was didn't try hard enough with people of color. <laughs> <laughs> That's well. literally all I wrote. Uh, I... I he kind of had a weak performance, man. I he, he, uh, anything. Like he did a lot of smart speak and kind of, kind of said like, "Hey, I'm young like Obama, or like I'm the younger Joe Biden <laughs> in the room." <laughs> I'm hip. Um, mm-hmm. He had a couple good points that I'll bring up a little bit later, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, the loser of the debate, in my opinion, uh, Amy Klobuchar for sure. And I wrote this down. I don't remember anything she said, and that's not a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like whenever she spoke up, we either tuned out or started talking about something completely off off the cuff. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of tough. It was just uh, I don't know the 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 continuing thing of her smashing the idea that she's a pragmatist um, in government and that she's been a senator for a long time and has been so successful as a senator. Like, does anyone really care anymore? I just think it's weak. Uh, the status quo is weak. Um, she is literally proud of herself that pragmatism is a niche take. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's the impression that I got. And why would she be campaigning on a message that, that wouldn't have widespread appeal? Uh, Obama's slogan was literally change the word change. Trump's was make America great again. There's an implication of change. And that's what people are looking for. And she's like, I'm the candidate that doesn't want to change anything. Kind of reminds me of Buttigieg trying to push this bold narrative that he's picked up recently, <laughs> yeah. which is equally cringeworthy <laughs> and it's, see-through yeah, and it's, transparent. Guys, please, guys, listen to me. I'm bold. You're not listening. I am. I'm telling you, I'm bold. I am, like, I am why don't con- you understand? I'm control B bold. Because somebody wrote an article that his hand gestures were looked weak. I read that, and really? that's that's when, like, before that, before that stuff started. Yeah, it was like oh his body gosh. language was weak. opposite Ricky Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael, this is an interesting factoid that you wrote down in our notes here. I want you, I want you to say that. Um, oh, just just the weighting of questions that directly reference a candidate. Can you read that that list for me uh, to show kind of? kind of how people are feeling about certain certain things yep and uh to be completely upfront, um i also you know there's a lot of things i didn't notice while watching the debate that afterwards i saw and then also by browsing the wonderful website twitter with all its great <laughs> takes um did see i like, did see some people talking about this so i was like oh when i go through our our notes and see um yeah i tried to write down I tried my best to write down every question that was asked. And of the ones that I wrote down, um, I wrote down how many, how many questions, uh, why can't I say that? I wrote down the questions that directly reference a candidate by number. So, uh, I had five for Bernie, three for Warren, two for Buttigieg, two for Klobuchar, two for Steyer, and then one for Biden. And those are ones that the questions said their name in the question. <laughs> yep. I think that's uh, par for the course with what I was seeing on Twitter today as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just like CNN is like nakedly biased towards certain candidates and that it's kind of kind of evidential that it supports it. Um, I-, I noticed last night, and I'll just say the one thing real quick. Uh, I noticed last night it was like you'd get Bernie Warren and it would be this long question and it was, you know, directly referenced Bernie in the question and it was like, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then they would ask Biden, like, what do you think of healthcare in like 144 point Give him font. a fucking like, grandpa question. <laughs> huge. Give him, give him the easiest question to answer. He can... He can play play by his script, by his rule book, and like that's it. 
And it's just, that was interesting. It was a little, <laughs> I, yeah. I did notice that last night. Yeah. It was a little but. frustrating, I guess. I, I don't know. And right away too, like, you know, we said at the top, like we all kind of are for Bernie and so it was easy to, for me right away to be like, oh yeah, the CNN's probably just targeting him. I mean, they did, but then looking at the questions they wrote down, like, no, they also they also targeted like everybody at least once, and then a couple of them were more pointed than others. But I'm like, I mean, so you know, yep. Oh, tell me. Um, let's move on. I think uh, I think we should bring up some some of the better things that I noticed. I think I, I'm pretty sure I have at least one thing that every candidate said that was, that was memorable and mm. good. Some, something that was something that was positive. Um, where to begin? Um, I'll start, I'll start with this interesting thing. Um, childcare. Mm. Um, I, I thought that most of the candidates had a, had a viable plan i kind of i kind of like to see that being so directly addressed and i think i think child care is a thing that's like not really talked about when you're considering like the cost of health care these days but child care is like an important thing and it costs a lot of money and it affects affects a lot of people like i i hear people talking about it a lot where it's like do i even bother working because my takeaway after child care is like nothing yep you know, like I, I'm not making that much more money and I'm working a lot harder than I would have to be if I just stayed at home with the kids. Yep. Well, we um, know people who do that. We, yes, I even asked, <laughs> we do. I even asked my brother about it the last time I was home and like, cause he was asking questions, you know, like how, oh, how are they doing? Like good. And kind of brought that up and he was like, uh, yeah, childcare is insane. He's like that plus insurance. Like, like, yeah, yeah. that makes sense if they're, if, if they're making enough from one income that the other would just stay home because it's a wash almost. Yeah, like where it where it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um what are a couple of ones that I really liked? Um actually Biden had kind of a decent take on it. Just just like the the we'll start with the most centrist take. <laughs> on it uh Biden had a uh universal child care tax credit um I can't confirm um but I believe the amount is actually pretty generous it was $8,000 um which could cover a decent portion can't confirm that um but it's better than a, nothing <laughs> <laughs> um Buttigieg on the other hand, uh, he he wants to subsidize childcare, but didn't give an amount. Um, he believes that seven percent of your income or less should be spent. I'm interested to see where that figure came from. Like, what should you be spending on on childcare? I know there's there's figures for rent and you know whatever. There's there's all sorts of figures on what like f fiscal responsibility says you should spend on certain things. Right. So I'm interested to see where that seven percent thing came from because I I haven't heard that. Yeah. Um. And oh, I was just gonna say I was just looking at my notes and yeah, I have uh, Biden as having the eight thousand tax credit as well. And I don't. Yeah, I didn't write down. I think what what Peter had. Peter. Um, he, yeah, to my knowledge, he didn't give an amount. Um, Bernie and Elizabeth, to my memory, I didn't write this down, but to my memory, they said that childcare should be covered under their plans, mm. which is, which is, you know, in line with, in line with most of their policies. Yeah. Um, so that's what I got on that. I can, I can say a couple more things unless you guys have something you want to. Uh, throw in with we're talking about good takes <laughs> and my sniffing and you're sniffing uh i guess i'll say the one that i meant i noticed at the end and uh wrote down was that i i think it was like in one of the last things that was said of the debate so it was kind of a little late but i guess better late than never but warren yep. As far as I understand, um, let me look here. I think she said she's the only person to reference um, trans women of color, I believe, yes. is what I wrote down, she said. And she was also the only person who 
I remember <clears throat> when they talked about healthcare ever mentioning the cost for HIV and AIDS treatment and how that should be covered under healthcare as well. Sure. So I thought that was a really good um a really good thing she brought up because obviously it's important because you can't just leave leave people out of healthcare who need health care. Yeah, those <laughs> things are important. I feel like we had the same comments on the last one and maybe the last two is that towards the later rounds when she kind of just had free reign, she would bring up LGBT at least a little bit or throw in trans as kind of a keyword, which is better than nothing, better than anyone else has done. So definitely props to her on that. It seems like she's kind of been consistent on it. Yeah. Yeah, there there was like... Mm-hmm. There was little to no mention besides 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 uh, Warren, is which is interesting. Which is sad, but what do you expect? I suppose. Yeah, I mean, like it is a little. I understand there's a lot of things happening, but also like the whole Roe v. Wade thing going on in the in the courts right now. You like you think they could have talked about that a little bit, you know. <laughs> They could have, but uh, CNN's like, we don't CNN. want that smoke. There's no, we don't, we don't, yeah, we can't handle the fire. <laughs> None of that. Literally. <laughs> can't handle it. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I wrote a couple of things down for Warren, um, actually myself. Um, her, she, she, Elizabeth Warren has some conservative appeal, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, she doesn't fare well in polls with, with Trump, but, um, which which is interesting considering she has some conservative ideals, especially fiscally. Um, she talked about her first, it was a first 100 days in office sort of thing, and she was talking about using executive power to lower the prices of insulin and, and you know, uh, EpiPens and life-saving medication that's that's really expensive right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she said that she would directly intervene in some cases, but she said that... The important thing is to, uh, and I don't remember how she said she did was going to do that, whether it was like subsidies or whether it was like research grants or something like that, that would introduce a lot of competition into the pharmaceutical industry to drive down prices. Mm, yeah. Because apparently there's, I, I don't, I'm not in the industry, so so maybe there's not a lot and that's why those prices are getting high because people can get away with it more so. Because um, you can't, you can't, you can't get away with charging 20 bucks for a bag of flour right unless you corner the market on a particular thing but uh, exactly. yeah but i remember her, i remember her talking about like i know she specifically said something about drugs that their patents expired and that's is that what she was talking well about? because that makes because if when you have a patent then obviously i don't know how that works legally but it would make sense that if you have a patent then until that patent expires other people can't know don't sure. know how that drug is produced but then after that fact you can and you can make whoever can whoever can make it yeah. but i suppose like yeah. you were saying if 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 there's no reason for the companies to lower it because that just lowers their profit then why would they they could yeah. all just compete at the same high tier or whatever and i and i don't know the laws enough around it and i understand why you'd want to have some protection there and it makes sense for for all the reasons of every other um uh uh, copyright or what is it? Intelligent property. What yeah, is intellectual, intellectual property, property. Yeah, intellectual property. For for that reason, um, that makes sense. But it's interesting. I, mm-hmm. I I thought that was an interesting take. Um, and then the other thing that I thought she was uh, she was the one that said that combat troops are not helping in the Middle East. Just get them out of there. And I thought that was I thought that was a really really hot take because I don't know if combat troops are helping at least Mm -hmm. (laughs) um just based upon like you know reading a little bit of the afghanistan papers and you know combat deaths we've had there and like the current situation in the middle east like it's really not a lot better than than it has been uh than it was 20 years ago i mean you could argue some things but they have a democratically elected government in some of these countries but it's really corrupt so if I could, is that really good? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Just yeah. just a note on that. Um, uh, what inside baseball here? I'm just I'm just 
I'm control Fing in these notes. Um, <laughs> but in my timeline of notes, I have uh, Elizabeth Warren saying, uh, making that statement that you said that she wants to pull troops. She also said a lot about the uh, the defense industry. And then next question down, it's Joe. And he's saying to reestablish relations, he's like, pull some troops, but don't pull out special forces that are one season with ISIS. <laughs> and then it goes to Liz and she says, get all the combat troops out. And then you go down further and Joe's like, okay, yeah, all the troops leave. Well, except the special forces. <laughs> oh. So that's fun. Because we both mentioned at the same time, because Joe had said, no, the special forces need to stay. And then in my notes, Liz says, get all the troops out. And then the next question, Joe's like, yeah, all the troops need to get out. And then he's like, well, except actually the special forces. It's peeking at somebody's homework at the finest. Yeah. Oh, that was good. I should use that. <laughs> it's like you can't just swap because someone else said it. I have a, I have a bit more to say on there. Um, <laughs> The last thing I'm going to say for a good take, and it was, it was God bless his soul, Tom Steyer. Uh, his only take uh, on was on Trump taking on Trump on the economy with his business experience, mm. uh, and he pitched to the fact that he started from nothing and actually built a business and didn't inherit a lot of money, and then he actually has built a very successful business. And he underst- and he claims he understands how the economy works a lot better, and so he'd be a lot more beneficial to the economy. I I considered it a good take. I you know, um, it's important to say stuff like that because because uh, Trump is really good at saying that he's good for the economy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I just worry that's this that's. I understand it's maybe good to try to appeal to that, but we just had someone who kind of played that up a bunch and that didn't do much. So not, I mean, different people, you know, uh, not saying, you know, I wrote it down anyways. Um, at the time I thought, you know, that's not a bad take to have on it. Um, it's, it, it was a little, it was a little more to the point simply than other candidates have that he said, like, I have more experience in this. And so I'd be better for this. And not really any other candidate was like, I'm going to be better for the economy because blah, blah, blah. Cause I have a better understanding of it. Yeah. I will say he was, he was just a hedge fund guy. Yeah. So, I mean, even what he did was in the scope of the grand economy, a small, pretty, <laughs> not prestigious, but you know, yeah. it's like the a, reason he's a billionaire. <laughs> this kind of work he was doing. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I want to be nice. It, I mean, oh yeah, like sure. Yeah. I'll milk. get mine. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a milk toast take, but it could have been a lot worse. And he had some good takes on climate change. Um, he's he's very cognizant of it. This is one good. thing. In, in what so, what in Inslee's <laughs> out of the race, so he's like Tom's like, hey, you gotta have my time. You gotta to- have a token climate change guy. Uh, actually, I really appreciated that Jay Inslee ran to just yeah. pound it home the whole time. He knew he wasn't awful. Gonna be bad. President. It's a good thing. no. <laughs> it's good. Uh, so now we're gonna move on. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of the worst things that the candidates said and there were a lot of them (laughs) there was like ranging from just like bad takes to just total cringe uh i'm gonna start off with another like another general topic um i i thought like the very beginning of the debate they talked about they talked about the middle east a lot and i and i just i came to the conclusion that the candidates had a really poor understanding of the dynamics of the middle east where it was like a question of like, should we leave troops there? Should we, should we, should we bring, bring troops home? You know, you know, what is actually going on on the ground there? And I didn't, I didn't leave that moment in the debate feeling that anyone had a good understanding of foreign policy and especially with the middle East. Um, Sanders actually had a really weak case for foreign policy. He basically said that, 
he has experience as a senator, didn't bring up any committees or or specific trips to the Middle East. Um, Warren Warren mentioned that she served on committees and went to the Middle East several times. Yep. Not that that's a good understanding of the Middle East um, in the slightest. No, it means you maybe but, tried. Right. Um, nobody ever really said, asked the question, like, why are we there? What is the purpose of being there mm. are we really in danger if we leave them to their own devices um are we are we capable of being beneficial to them that's uh, what joe thinks i wrote that down he had a comment which i didn't write down verbatim but broadly and kind of glibly he was basically saying he thought we need to have presence in places like this to basically be a force of i mean to be police like that was how it came off to me. He was saying we need all these troops here to enforce like law, and I'm like, but yeah. they're sovereign nations, and yep. But if nobody is going to be the world police, then we have to. I, that's what it came off to me as. There's an open roster spot right now, <laughs> <laughs> and it's for oh, us. <laughs> Put me in, coach. Police the world. And a lot of the candidates thought that. A lot of <laughs> a lot of candidates thought that NATO should be the world police and NATO needs to take a bigger part in this. And like, yeah, that's a good thing. Like, we don't necessarily know what's best for these countries, but maybe these countries know what's best for these countries. Um, there was a moment uh, a couple decades ago when, when Soleimani, who was just killed by us, assassinated by us, uh, who thought, and he, at one point he thought that you know, Iran could have a good relationship with the United States based upon some things that were going on. And so, like, you know, we could have handled a lot of stuff better there. Because we were selling them missiles. <laughs> um, we could have taken a more backseat approach in the Middle East. Like, there's... I don't know if there's as much point to meddle there as as there is, because we've been an enemy to them for so long, and uh, ISIS and all the terrorists hate us because... Because we've been there for so long. <laughs> um, what do you got? Soleimani died. I wasn't aware he was sick. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> yeah, he got the he got the five hundred pound bomb. Flu. <laughs> Is that too soon? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, we're laughing, but it wasn't. And isn't funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I I just thought they had just really abysmal takes. It's it just showed a lack of understanding on foreign policy and there was a lot of saber not saber waving, but like I'm gonna do this and I understand how this works. And and one example of that was Biden when he was asked about uh North Korea and what he's going to do about North Korea, basically. <laughs> and he said, he said that China will talk to North Korea on behalf of the United States because I'm going to lay on big pressure. <laughs> oh my! Because God. he has the power to sway a dictator for life <laughs> of the second most powerful. Uh, country in the world so i thought that was like the most ridiculous thing i had heard that was in, but, it was insane yeah he said we're gonna push china hard like bud we're not pushing him hard now do you think we're gonna be able to and then he went on to say when they were talking about trade he said uh we, he he basically said we shouldn't let china make all this stuff and do all this economic stuff we should be that Instead of them, because we hate them so much. Is he aware that Corn Pop isn't, like, the leader of China? Like, it's just not one of his buddies. Like, hey, can you go over... I'm not can you, sure. Can you grab your chain and head over to North Korea? Appreciate it. I wonder, I wonder if Biden sits at home in, like, a, an old red, like, tall-backed uh, velvety chair next to his fireplace, and he has, a, he has this an old dish rag full of oil and he's just oiling <laughs> up his chains keeping them shiny and he's like when i see that motherfucker I'm he's got his ready. cigar jacket on <laughs> <laughs> 
He's ready and raring. Uh oh, Joe Biden. There were some. He had some bad takes. Um, <laughs> him along with uh, a couple people who referred to persons of color as black and brown oh folks. Oh my god! I think I think I think Biden had the worst take there. He sounded like he sounded like a. Uh, woke like old dude in the like <laughs> 90s where he said like black and brown people matter now where you look back and mm-hmm. you say uh yeah that guy was woke but it was the 19 like 50s <laughs> yeah yes. it was 1864 <laughs> it was just it was just pretty bad and like he would have looked a lot better if he would have just used the like the correct language and like that wouldn't have been a hard thing to coach beforehand like hey say pr- people of color or well, and yeah, and, say, unless you're being like super specific, say something that has some appeal to young people, or you know, yeah, yeah. Unless you're being very specific, but he wasn't. No, he was it was just being broad, very general. Yeah, very general. Um, I had another thing about him. Uh, it was really bad. Um. Oh, his, his, oh, yeah, yeah, I highlighted it. I got to scroll down. You guys, I mentioned this last night because I looked it up. Uh, when, when Biden said that um, he needed informed consent of the American people, including special forces, to intervene militarily. And then, I don't know, maybe a minute later, he said that he would leave special forces in the Middle East as a personal presidential executive choice right yeah it's just like like you literally contradicted yourself like a minute after you said this like come on and then one more dang thing i had for him sorry joe getting flamed sorry joe you're getting flamed tonight um it was about when they were talking about climate change and biden brought up um some of his previous experience, cause he brought forward a bill that got shot down, um, recognizing or doing something. It was, it was like climate change related, uh, a long time ago, way before anyone was really talking about it. And he claimed that it was a game changer and you can check, uh, PolitiFacts cause oh. they said it was a game changer. <laughs> and I Googled, uh, you did it like as soon as immediately afterwards. Joe Biden game changer. As soon as he said it, and I found, and I found the website, and they said in November, <laughs> in November. So like he he said it before, and then they said it like the day after the debate, and then he claimed it again, and they said we would not call this a game changer. <laughs> like literally in plain language. Mm, that's it was pretty cringy that might have been the biggest laugh we got out of the night was after you quoted that and we just busted out laughing yeah (laughs) yeah it was pretty bad (laughs) yeah um what else uh do we want to talk about bernie's cringe take really quick oh yeah the cringiest moment we kind of have to so can I start by saying, do you want to do you want to just give the story? Um, so the story, as I understand it, is basically that in 2018, according to an anonymous source that hasn't, you know, fine, whatever. People can be anonymous. That's nothing wrong with that. But so we can't really verify a whole lot. Apparently, Bernie, while meeting with uh, Warren, said that women can't be presidents or shouldn't be. I'm not sure of the exact phrasing that was supposedly said. Something like a woman couldn't be elected president. Mm, okay. That sounds right. Yeah. Which, um, I don't know. Just, just, uh, what's it, what's it called? Uh, not, <laughs> not a smell check, but the initial <laughs> thing is like, I don't think Bernie would say that. Uh, yeah i just sounds very out of character not saying it couldn't be so so initially i'm like i don't believe that not to i'm not calling warren a liar but what i think maybe would have happened and this is obviously you have no idea 
maybe something came up and he was, I don't know, talking about how with the way it is. I don't know, because it doesn't make sense either, because he, you know, after he dropped out in 2016, he fully backed Hillary. Yep. So I don't, I don't know. It just seems weird. And he didn't if, run once and he mentioned this he didn't run once because he was he was not worried but he was thinking that elizabeth was gonna run for something he told he her he wants to get should. in her way yep and yeah. before he ran in 2016 yep yeah so it just seems off yeah something something seems it, off there and there was no like really any any evidence because it was a personal conversation and then and then bernie flat out denied it and they're like what did what did you think when when you said this and he's like i didn't say it just hit flat oh. out he's like i didn't <laughs> so real quick chris your video froze so i can't tell if you're gesturing to want to talk or not Ooh. <laughs> yes i i be, i believe he might have made a comment that he didn't think a woman could beat trump oh that basically referencing, well, Hillary got however many Three more million votes more of the popular yeah. vote. Yeah, but then look who's in the White House. Mm. I think I believe I remember making right. a comment in that. Vein. Or, or yeah. yeah, that would make sense if if yeah. he said that and it was see mm. that would have made more sense or like or something like just generalizing about how tough the next election is going to be and you know and there there might be some difficulties being being a woman and running against Trump maybe right he like I would he's highly say doubt horrible things <laughs> which yeah. is either a a fantastic spin zone or just a great point <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so yeah. that was that was the that was a little bit of a cringe. I well, so here's what happened though. We didn't actually get to the part that I didn't like about yeah, Bernie's the, response. The cringy part. <laughs> so what happened was is while they were talking, or the commenter asked about that. Give me one second here. Um, what had happened was what had happened was the and I. That's one question I didn't write down in its entirety, which is annoying now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I think I was trying to focus on what they were saying. I didn't write it anyway. So they basically asked, like, you know, did you say, did you tell Elizabeth Warren that a um, a woman can't run for president or wouldn't win? And he said, no, I never said that. And I think they like she reiterated, like, you know, are you sure? And he's like, yes, I never said that. And then the com the moderator said, uh. Uh, Warren, what do you think? What did you think when Bernie yeah, said that? To like you? explicitly. <laughs> so it's like whoa. just disregarded. So she like, called him a liar to his face right there. Yeah, yeah. That's and there was what, that like yeah, ignoring testimony. Laughter. Like, yeah, did that like, just okay. happen? Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, and it's like uh, not a great look. And then um, Warren said, "Well, he did say that," and then. Um, then she went on, you know, like a lot of her talking points, saying that women are good, and she basically made the point that she believes she can bring more people together than Bernie can, which just based off numbers and donations, I say <laughs> that's not true. Um, but that's all also personal. It's her case to make, I guess, yeah. It is. And then, um, and then Amy, because I'm just riffing on this question now, then it went to Amy, because she's the uh, only other woman that was on the stage. Um, mm -hmm. she was talking about how she was competent, which is normal for her, <laughs> which is fine. She, I'm sure she is, but, um, and then she, she fucked up a name poll so bad. <laughs> she was like, like my great friend who looks uh. down at notes is a great friend looks down at notes again and like barely, yeah, barely gets a name out. I'm like, you, you fucked that up bad. My, uh, <laughs> friend. Um, <laughs> and then, so then after that happened, um, Warren had made the point that, uh, it was only women who had beaten Republican incumbents in the last 30 years out of their office. And Bernie, he yeah. did this. I hate it. This is the cringy part. He didn't need to fucking say this. He didn't need to say this at all. It was really annoying. 
But he said that, well, I did beat a Republican incumbent in 1990. And then it was just this weird silence, like they were both trying to do math in their head. <laughs> it was like, and oh! Warren, Warren's like, what? what? So that was 30 years ago. And he's like, yeah, 30 years. It's like, t- t- I'm like, oh, I hate this so much. Bernie, why'd you even have Bernie, to? Bernie, get the joke. To, mm. <laughs> it's on you. Yeah, like that, that wasn't a point. I, I don't think that was a point he had to defend. I think that one he could have just said, yeah, women are doing great shit in politics right now and in general. Like, yeah, they're beating incumbents. Just let it be. <laughs> That's not one you had to put your, your hat on. It was a very strange hill to die on. Yeah, just a little, ugh. <laughs> yep. So that was that. <laughs> Sorry, I went off on that no, one. No, you're good. I, you. um, I don't, I, Kiss I think me. the last thing I think is worth saying is uh, apparently maybe Aim, uh, Klobuchar, um, but I think Buttigieg, maybe I screwed up my notes, but um, they, they, we're talking about Iran and they kind of made a claim and referred to them as like terrorists or a like an enemy of the state, like an aggressor. They were, they were an aggressor. They're like have really bad intentions. They they made a really uh general comment about Iran yeah. that that I think just really went in the face of like Iranian culture and showed a real lack of understanding of that culture. I'm a kind of a big foreign policy person and I think it's really important. And I think that there's a lot of bad understandings about this stuff. Cause I don't think they understand how people want to live. Well, no, they don't at all. Yeah. So to just to add to that quick, um, I had written down that Amy had said that. Mm-hmm. And the question was, would you promise that Iran will never have nuclear weapons as Trump did? And then she responded with some really, you know, kind of wishy-washy, flowery, you know, politician language, just whatever. And then toward the end, so maybe, maybe I heard it wrong, but yeah, I, she said that, she said that we wouldn't let terrorists have nuclear weapons. And it's like, if you're (laughs) you're talking about Iran, like, that's a bad mess up. Yeah. Like, what what about foreign policy in the past in the past forty years pushed them to wanting nukes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just saying, yeah. like you know, uh, Italy, it, Greece doesn't want nukes. <laughs> <laughs> they want money. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like yeah. if you're being. Uh, uh, if you have an imperial force in your sovereign nation putting pressure on you constantly and fighting with your people that maybe you feel threatened and want to have something like a, in your back pocket to say, hey, please stop doing this. Painting them as an enemy of the, at least at the time, the most powerful country that has possibly ever existed militarily, <laughs> certainly. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would push you into, corner, into a corner. I would imagine. <laughs> I'm. I'm just saying. I not that I have a good understanding of it as as many many others do, but just from what I've right. read, because I've put more of a focus on it, I, it's just I just don't see how how those takes are beneficial to anyone, and I don't know how that would be a change from any status quo. So I'm like, I don't see me supporting thoughts like that. So, um. Anywho, um, I think that there were some funny, funny things that happened in this debate. Um, I uh, just to just to lighten things up, I think we should bring a couple of them up because it was it was pretty good. Um, Biden was squinting something mad, dude. <laughs> Those lights were bright. <laughs> That's the first thing I was saying. I was like, those lights must be super bright, man, because he is... Yeah, squinting. right away you're like, Wait, what? what's wrong? What happened? <laughs> Michael, do you have a certain hot take on Joe Biden's eyes? Uh, I can't believe they're still in his head. <laughs> <laughs> we question their existence? <laughs> oh, yeah. One time he looked down and I'm like, that doesn't look like there's anything in the old guy. <laughs> Just, just dark. 
in a the abyss an abyss where I should be. <laughs> a couple of good one-liners. Yeah, they were um, a lot of ah, a lot of funny things. One I want to throw in real real quick that is just something I guess of his character, and he's done all the time. But Tom Steyer cannot not look directly into the camera. Oh my god! And it I just weirds me out. I don't like. Do it. you know why? <laughs> I I found out why today because he's. Because he's speaking directly to the yes, people watching. Literally, that's, that's his why. reasoning. I, yeah, he's like I, I imagined as much. But like, I'm like I said, Man. he's like one of those corporate types that's like loves the use of synergy and like like stuff like that. Like he just gets way into that stuff. It just it just mm-hmm. strikes me as that with like the hand symbol, the hand symbol, the the crosses on his hand. Where we're like, oh, like that right, dude's a nice yeah. Templar, <laughs> like, or he's a Mason <laughs> or whatever. And, I looked it up today and I was like, he he was interviewed by like BuzzFeed of all places. Yeah. And he's like, it means that I need to tell the truth at all times because that's the most important thing is telling the truth. And I'm like, like you play tic-tac-toe in your fucking <laughs> palm or your, you know, the fucking back of your hand <laughs> because that meant truth. Yeah. Was, yeah. Always dude's truth. Wild. Dude's yeah, wild. it's like no, unpack that more. What does that actually <laughs> yeah. mean? Like there is a the, you're 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 getting out of the question here, bud. He's a lizard person. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Just, <laughs> boys, just a strange Killuminati. Boys, I think we're missing the most important part where he is just actually Deadpool and he's trying to break the fourth wall. <laughs> he it's, might be. It's a thing. He's, he tried. He's the antihero that America yeah. needs right now. Styre twenty twenty. Wouldn't this wouldn't this be funny? Audience, boys, directly at the camera, stares doesn't blink. <laughs> Chris, I also just thought, what if he was just trying to be uh, Colonel Mustang? Yeah. What if he's just? Why? What if, if he's he just snaps trying to at the get, camera? Get right? I will, I will empty my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Steyer, the Flame Alchemist. Yep. Um, I really enjoyed when Biden said that Kim Jong Un would <laughs> beat him to death with a stick, <laughs> and then Bernie was like, "But other than that, you like him." Bam! <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was kind of funny. That was that was, was kind of funny because he's like, "Well, yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah that, was, that, that was a good moment, and it was like. There is at least a moment of respect between the two individuals. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they get along decently. Like a little bit of camaraderie, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was. <laughs> what else we got? There was um. Oh, Liz, what was that again? Warren. Oh, this was just a just a quote she said. She said, "We've turned the corner so many times. We're going in circles." Just a so- very. Very bland Midwest type joke, and I'm like, funny because she's not. All right, <laughs> got a couple chuckles in yeah. the crowd. I mean, I thought it was funny enough to write down, but I think it was not in the sense, not funny in the sense that she maybe wanted it to be. She, to me. she was just paying homage <laughs> to the late great Dale Earnhardt. God, I miss Dale. <laughs> oh, don't. Why did you have to bring yeah. Dale into this, Dan? Bring it down. Sorry. I gotta cut my sleeves off. All right, pour one out. What else we got? Uh, Klobuchar, the sandwich generation. That was like an odd way to. I think I've heard the term. I have never. But I was like the sandwich generation that are paying for their rich boomer parents or something like that. I don't remember. What was the? I I can. I don't know, but (laughs) I don't know, but she had me at sandwich. Can I can I read uh uh can I read the the note I took you on this? <laughs> the the question was do voters deserve to see the price tag for Sanders's Medicare for all plan? And again, I never said my note taking was good. <laughs> but what I but what I wrote down for Amy was doesn't agree with Sanders on healthcare. She said, and I quote, this debate isn't real. <laughs> and then she said, That's oh, <laughs> Yeah. Then Bernie looked at her like gave her a look. 
She went on to talk about covering addictions and mental health, so that was good. And then she said, the elephant doesn't fit in room. And then I wrote, giant Dumbo-type shit. (laughs) (laughs) Dumbo-type shit. I saw that. That made me laugh. Then I wrote, then she said, make easier for long-term care, so for, like, people who are older who need long-term care. Like, good, talking about that. And then she said, sandwich generation. (laughs) So it must be to do with, like, you know, older generations. But I'd never heard that. Yep. And then for some reason, sorry, I'm just laughing at my own things now because I, I that's how much I love it <laughs> myself. That is, um, Steyer. I have written down. He said healthcare is a right. He said we pay twice as much as other countries. He agrees with Biden for the Affordable Care Act. And then I wrote Dumbo and Smug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I meant. I I don't know. I, maybe speaking the truth that everyone needed. I don't know. <laughs> Dumbo, smug face, and rat large. I don't okay, what is rat large? Oh, <laughs> I didn't catch that. Uh, uh Buttigieg just misspoke is all. Oh. But I thought I thought it was so funny to me. He was he was He took uh, a hammer was, to the, the question was he took a hammer to the English language really quick. <laughs> he just meant to say at large for some reason, but he said rat, rat large, <laughs> and it was very funny to me. Oh, Pete. We both caught it and on sync both said rat large. <laughs> rat large. Yep. Oh, There's some good stuff. Uh, there are some really good notes taken and we're never going to read them for anyone. <laughs> so, yeah. There's some bad stuff. That's, well, there's some good takes. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I think we're probably over time, but... Uh, I just wanted to to wrap it up. I I don't know if any minds were changed on this bad boy. <laughs> uh, for me personally, that'd be that'd a big be no, no for me. Um, I barely wrote anything down for their own conclusions and last statements because uh, they weren't that. Good. Oh, I think I might. They were that good. Should I look up? Okay, I'm gonna look up how many times we typed "orange man bad." only four times only four times oh i can give a brief summary of these closing statements quick but i feel like i wrote a lot we said it yeah we said it it was it was a lot of the trump bashing garbage it's like like okay you're talking you're you literally preaching to that choir so like spend some time on others right (laughs) but um yeah sorry what are you saying oh i was saying i can give a really quick uh synopsis of their closing statements um, Amy basically said we need a candidate to bring people together and that would be her Steyer said he made a bad analogy <laughs> he said I played I played team sports my entire life and Trump kits, kicks Americans in the face <laughs> that happens a lot in sports people kick each other in the face what are you talking about last time I checked that was not okay but... yeah not not right um, you were watching the Blackhawks Bridget game last said, night I think you need to... Someone get kicked in yeah. the Missed all the kicking in the face. I like that you wrote, save the cheerleader, save the world. <laughs> the end of- yeah, <laughs> I, I know how much flavor I should say. Yeah. Um, uh, Buttigieg said, uh, this is our moment. I made a joke. And then he said, kept saying Washington mindset. Um, washing machine cool. mindset. Yeah, so it was our closing statement. Warren said, talked about trans women of color. Farmers, mental illness. It's our moment. Hope and courage. I actually thought her closing statement was probably the best. Wholeheartedly. Sure. Best. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, then Bernie just said, what's the major question we have here? <laughs> and he said that basically, that was really bad. What's the major question we have here? <laughs> he said basically half people living paid paycheck to paycheck. Um, half a million homeless people. Yeah. And then he, yeah, he that was that was a powerful. He did moment. get a sick. That's a close number two for me. Uh, I still didn't yeah. overall didn't like his as much, but he did he did throw in a sick jab. He said the criminal criminal justice system is racist. Oh, I didn't catch that. Really? <laughs> yep. Wow. Well, I'll be. Oh. I was like, like get him, Bernie. Go and get him. Good man. And then Joe said, um, "Character is on the ballot." Talked about xenophobia and racism. Said we need basic decency, and then said, "Let's go do it." That was the worst. It's like, "Let's go do it." Get her done. I have silver. Get her done. Oh my god. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It was bad. Yeah. Um, So that's all we got, guys. Follow us on our website, uh, reelection2020.com. We got got news, headlines, that sort of stuff. We have some... uh, some curated articles, uh, stuff that we write. Um, check it out. See you next time. Coming soon. <laughs> we all love you. Love you, bye.